It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Ashley. Last time we had our lists of our five least favorite Nicktoon characters. Me and Casey, for the first time ever, were not semi-identical lists. That's true. However, we did have the same number one, which prompted our Twitter poll for last week. We asked if Tucker from Danny Phantom, both of our number one choice for least favorite Nicktoon character, was really as bad as we think. 57% of you said no, 43% of you said yes. So I kind of want to follow up with those of you who said no. Are you disagreeing that he's a bad character, or are you disagreeing with the severity of it? It was kind of a bad question on our end, because this doesn't really tell us a lot. You know, it does tell us, though, that at least 43% of people are on our side that he is just as bad as we think he is. You know, like, they agree that he is terrible and he's he's equally horrible as we think. And I think 43% is a pretty solid amount, honestly. It was definitely validating. It was nice to get some feedback that, like, no, we're not crazy. You know, yeah, if at it least was it like, wasn't like 8%. I was yeah. going to say, if it was like 5% said yes, I would have been like, mm. Like, well, okay. I guess we just have ba- bad taste. Yeah, we are terrible people who hate Tucker for yeah. no reason. <laughs> Anyways, this week we are going to be discussing SpongeBob's second movie, Sponge Out of Water. In the 63rd podcast, we discussed the first Spongebob movie, so we thought that we would take a look at this sort of uh, sequel, so to say, while it was still fresh in our minds. Yeah, technically considered a sequel. In practice, is it though? (laughs) Eh. We'll be discussing questions like that and more coming up next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Now let's get started. As we said before, our one and only segment will be discussing Spongebob, Sponge Out of Water. This is the 2015 movie. Yeah, full title officially, the Spongebob Squarepants movie, Sponge Out of Water. We've been lazy on our facts about these movies, so I, uh, so I just want to wanna get it right for, uh, for archival purposes, of course. Um, all right, here's our plot summary. Life is dandy in Bikini Bottom for Spongebob and his friends Patrick, Squidward, Mr. Krabs, and Sandy. However, when the top secret recipe for Krabby Patties is stolen, Spongebob finds that he must join forces with his perpetual adversary, Plankton, and come ashore to battle a fiendish pirate named Burgerbeard, played by Antonio Banderas of all people, who has his own plan for the delicious delicacies. And uh, nice to have an official feature film uh synopsis there those are always much more well written than the the wiki trash we usually find yeah there there are definitely some uh some run-on sentences and you know i gotta say you know at least there's a community for it and i appreciate that but man sometimes (laughs) i mean you won't catch the phrase perpetual adversary in any of those (laughs) No, probably not. Probably not. And is but... is that a better is there a better description of Plankton's relationship to SpongeBob? I don't think there is. No, I feel like that's that that's pretty good stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, honestly, I feel like that's almost too too difficult for children to understand. I don't know, maybe I'm underestimating children. I feel like at the time that I was watching the first SpongeBob movie, I don't know if I would have known what perpetual 
adversary even meant. Yeah, either of those words I wouldn't have known. But yeah. it's Anyways. not really the kids who are reading <laughs> these. Okay, well, since I haven't seen this and Ashley has, my imp- Im- uh, opinion is more important here. Uh, All so right. I, uh, to be fair, again, yeah. this time through, the, the first time through, I sort of, it was in the background. Like, it, it was just kind of on. I was working on homework or whatever. And this time I did give it my full attention. So, um, I mean, I don't want to give anything away too soon but I, i'll say i pretty much stand by my original opinion on this yeah it's uh not my favorite it's not terrible but it got pretty good reviews so i was thinking like i was just on the uh rotten tomatoes for it and it has a better critical percentage than the original spongebob movie that's upsetting which really to me. surprised me that was not the case in terms of user polls which for kids movies i think it's more i think the people their voices are more important than the critics, you know? Because the critics hated Pokemon the first movie, and that's one of the greatest works of our time. So what <laughs> what, what do they know about this kind of media? So, you know, right away as we started, I, I said to Ashley, if there aren't singing pirates, I'm bailing on this. And uh, what, what I got was close enough to keep watching. We had singing seagulls along with one pirate. And I would love to take a moment to just get into, like, Spongebob's obsession with pirates. Spongebob the show. Like, what about it? Nothing about the show is really about pirates in the plot. It's just part of the aesthetic for some reason. Yeah, you know, I mean... There is the whole pirate starts the theme song, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I mean, um, though. Like, what does that really like, have why? to do? Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess the ghost, oh, God, what's the ghost's name? Uh, uh the, the Flying, Flying Dutchman. Dutchman. He was a pirate, sort of. You know, I guess the only thing I could say is the idea that these pirates are, because cause you always get, like, that narrator is he a pirate i don't know i guess he's kind of french sounding i don't don't know there were french pirates i guess regardless i'm just saying like maybe maybe it's the pirates are sharing these random tales i don't know i mean that's what happens here right so maybe that's honestly it might just have no valid rationale at all maybe the maybe the creators just liked pirates right but uh in terms of the movie as a whole they throw in nice little easter eggs for all of us i wouldn't even call them easter eggs but just straight up references we have bubble bass in the crusty crab in the uh, very early scene that thrilled me yes bubble bass he is a great a great a character it was good to good to see him back Mm -hmm. but um i guess I'll start out and say the beginning of this movie had me thinking that I was wrong because it started out pretty strong, mm-hmm. I think. You know, we have the, the singing, and, and to be fair, the, the singing um, seagulls. The, the song just didn't hit me as much as the pirates singing at the beginning of the original SpongeBob movie, but that's not something that really bogs me down one way or the other. But at at the beginning, I just felt like there was a clear plot, and I was invested. And somewhere in the middle, they start to lose me. But we'll start at the beginning. So we get this sort of like World War Two esque fight between Plankton and you know the rest of the Krusty Krab people. It's with mostly, I guess, SpongeBob, Patrick, and Mr. Krabs. And it's pretty exciting, I thought. There's, like, trenches around the restaurant. Um, Krabs is dressed as a general. It's, I don't know. I, I was I was into that at the beginning, for sure. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you that it certainly started off stronger. It was snappier. It was funnier. Uh, and it just felt like they got lost in their own plot. Like, what really happens here? <laughs> right. And, you know, part of me, too, from the beginning, I was like, you know, I kind of wish they would have taken a completely different direction. Because the first movie was basically, you know, Plankton steals the formula. And I get that that's a common theme in a lot of Spongebob. But it's not like that's every episode, right? Like, I feel like they could have just gone in a completely unrelated direction rather than focus in on this same dynamic a second time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, making Spongebob team up with Plankton is interesting. I don't think they were wrong there. It was introducing Burger Beard that I just... I get it when you're doing a movie. It seems like they all have a theme in these feature films of introducing a new major player. You know, we had Kimmy and her mom in Rugrats in Paris, we had King Neptune in the Spongebob movie, and now we have Burger Beard. I get it, but the him as a character didn't do a ton for me. Nah, and I think I think my problem is, I don't know, that the... And I realize, too, some people might say it's unfair to compare this to the first one, but I feel like they're kind of begging for that to happen, right? Um, and because we just watched it. But there was this clear sort of um, path going... We were rooting for them to get to Shell City to save the day. There was, like, this understood final destination. This one, you don't even really know what they're trying to do for a good half of the movie, right? Like, because they don't even know that Burger Beard is around, so we don't even realize that he's the villain. We see him, like, reading the story, but we don't realize that he has control of anything. There's this weird, like, apocalyptic thing going on for a good while and it just kind of jumps all over the place and I just felt like I didn't I didn't follow that journey the same way like I was I, I didn't even know what I was rooting for to happen yeah exactly they don't and I'm not saying every movie needs to tell us what the journey is gonna be from the start like some of the best movies do leave you guessing but they don't give us really any sense of a roadmap on this so they just kind of wander from thing to thing whereas like you said with the end destination of Shell City I didn't know what Shell City was I didn't know what it was about but the reveal that it's actually a gift shop you know at the climax of the movie worked for me that was really interesting and we don't have a shell city in this this movie oh man also i we i just need a need a i don't, I don't know how we got there but it's jumping around a bit but what in the world was that so they like build a time machine first off there's some banging Music the whole sequence the is machine. great. The animation is great. When they yes. use the time machine, it's awesome. It's, it's my great, favorite part of the movie, go, hands down. They go to, I don't even know, to this dolphin named Bubbles who's just like staring at the planets. And like, I didn't get it. I did not get it, Casey. It just, it didn't fit in. It wasn't relevant to the plot, oh, really. this dolphin. And I thought, okay, like... like they clearly needed a deus ex machina, like, they needed something. But this dolphin is, I think, the we where the movie went off the rails for me. I was like, you know what? So there's this dolphin who, like, rules the universe. Yeah, they destroy Jupiter and Saturn on accident because, haha, SpongeBob and Patrick are dumb. 
It's that classic Which also, thing. Well, it was SpongeBob and or sorry, Plankton. Yeah, SpongeBob's dumb. SpongeBob's yeah. dumb. Yeah, um, but also, there's not any consequences of that really. Nope. Like that has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, which you think something other like than, that would have like major universal consequences even to Earth? You know? Yeah. Oh, it totally would. But instead, it's just like it just happens and that's it like it just it is destroyed and bubbles becomes relevant later only so he can help them be on land but like that entire bit there was just so out of place and just didn't it didn't feel like it had to do anything i don't even understand how they get there like all of a sudden i felt like i was just watching a different show a different movie and i was like what what's going on like save me from this i don't i just didn't get it oh i just remembered another reference that they made spongebob escape uh not escapes but he leaves the Krusty crab via bubble with with plankton right yeah yes and uh mr krabs yells stop that bubble which i'm pretty sure he or someone else says that to bubble buddy Oh, yeah, for sure. Word for word. I think it has to be a direct. It has to be on purpose. We also have, you know, they capture, quote unquote, Plankton in the Krusty Krab, and he's tied down. They caught him trying to steal the formula. He almost got away with it, but he gets busted. And Mr. He goes, Mr. Krabs is saying he's going to torture him, and he starts to tell a knock-knock joke. I don't even remember the joke, but it's pretty lame. And uh, Plankton just goes... Well, that's stupid, but how is it torture? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, that line really got me. And then it turns out Spongebob reacts to the joke and it does his stupid laugh, which is apparently the real torture. So, And then, yeah, Plankton pulls pulls an old switcheroo where uh, he, you know, has like a robot version of himself all crying and sad that he couldn't steal the formula. Uh, What else is relevant in here? Yeah, uh, well, and then, and this is just, again, like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't really make all the most sense in the world to me by the end of it, but, I mean, like, I get what happened. So, so we see, like, they're fighting over the formula, and then it just disappears, and we find out later it's because burger beard wrote it in his book right whatever he writes in this book happens which okay sure i guess but like kind of a tired concept uh, yeah it just kind of felt like why did we have to go through like i don't know like why would he do it right at that moment like why would why would he not just write like immediately i have the formula i guess so there's a scapegoat i guess and he wants to sell it on land i get it like i i understand what they're going for it just seems so out of nowhere and so perfectly timed oh of course now plankton has to team up you know it's sort of bear with me here ashley another one of my sweeping ridiculous metaphors but it kind of reminds me of 1940s u.s russia uh and Germany relations, right? All right, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Plankton is Stalin, right? Horrible guy, you know, doesn't want anything good to happen for America. But then, Burgerbeard, Hitler, <laughs> comes in. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, are you hearing this? Are you hearing is, this? Is the... Keep, keep going, though. Uh, yeah, keep going. I'm, I'm seeing this through to its end, you know? So, Spongebob and Pat and uh, uh, Plankton have been feuding for years... Um, they don't want to work together, but they realize they have to because they're the only ones with the means necessary to do so. 
their unique set of skills so to get combined together so and then we can assume afterwards they're going to go right back to fighting and that fight might end up even being more bitter than the one against burger beard are you following me here i i am following you but wow <laughs> <laughs> that's one from the books you yeah. guys that's up there that's up there in the things that casey has said Should i mean tweet that? Th- don't get me Should wrong i, I mean... tweet that at antonio Banderas. hey your character was literally hitler i feel like he'd be like i don't even i don't even know where to start with this i don't even know where to start with this to be fair god well i guess this is a nice segue into plankton's arc kind of not the only arc in this whole movie is plankton learning about teamwork which is pretty darn cute i will say yeah i mean there's also the, the song the okay the song is short and bad like <laughs> really bad the melody the, I, the rhymes the lyrics and uh, spongebob singing kind of is the same thing for me as when timmy is singing like it's singing in that character's voice and it's done how it should be but like i don't want to hear spongebob now sing you know like <laughs> get me out of that? here um <laughs> it's not that? quite as grating <laughs> that his his voice timmy's voice i like I lose my yeah, mind, but man, like I just like I don't, <laughs> I just don't really want to hear SpongeBob sing. And like, I guess you could argue like, yeah, there's songs, like there's the whole "Now That We're Men" song, but that one's also got that whole group of people that joins in and stuff, you know. That's, and that's that's such a great moment. It's so different. I that that song is not even comparably better than this. I I don't even remember what it sounds like. This teamwork song, I really don't. I just remember that it was not yeah, good. And it. It is cute, Plankton having trouble pronouncing teamwork. He's calling it TMwork yes. until he finally someone says it wrong at the end. Is it Burger Beard? I don't remember. And maybe Plankton's I don't know. like, no, teamwork. And it's like he learned. Uh, he calls it a ti- he calls it time bomb, which is really yes. funny. <laughs> yeah, and this movie does have its moments. It's just that I felt like it was a lot of random things happening and like i wasn't invested right. like i didn't right really care about like burger beard as a villain just didn't really do anything for me and i i don't know yeah i guess you could say cyclops was like an equally random person but we also kind of heard about him for a while and you know right i just felt like he made more sense the idea that he's stealing them to put them in the gift shop right I felt like that made more sense to me. And also, like, I don't know, like, where where is Burger Beard even coming from that he knows about Krabby Baddies? Yeah, and, like, and he has this magic book. Like, know about it? Like, how does this one pirate alone... Now, what would have made this more interesting for me is if it had been the artist at sea the whole time <laughs> from the, that the twist. Bob episode, you know? Like, twist of the he century. He goes crazy out there and, like, I don't know. I don't know how it would work, but... But something, like, I, I don't know, like, he just doesn't, he doesn't really make sense. Like, and, yeah, there's all these other pirates in the first movie that know about Spongebob, but they're literally going to see the movie, right. and it's kind of meta. This this one's just kind of weird. Like, it's not really explained, and you're, I guess you're not really supposed to care. Right. But, like... Well, another thing that bothered I, me is how the show kind of, the movie kind of ignores the rules set up by the show. Like, they're superheroes again, right, at the end. But we've already seen them be superheroes, and they were different superheroes. 
And I mean, if they had found a way to work in the superheroes from that awesome Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy episode, you know, with the volcano and the, you know, SpongeBob's really quick and all that. But they didn't. And they also, Plankton goes into Spongebob's brain for a ridiculous, very 2015 sequence of, like, techno, like, dubstep and bright lights and cotton candy and all this nonsense. But Plankton has been in Spongebob's brain before, and it didn't look like that at all. No, it's just a brain. I mean, and I get, like, obviously, this isn't a 100% consistent show. It doesn't doesn't have to be. But there are things that, you know... I, and, and like like you said with the superhero thing, like it's not particularly interesting for me to see them as superheroes. I've seen this exactly. happen before, and it was funnier then. Um, uh, I do want to give some credit. I think the three D animation actually I thought worked it really well. Great. I felt like they they integrated them really well into like the real world, and I thought it just it looked really solid. It was really well done and i was expecting to not really care for the 3d animation but i actually thought that looked great like i just thought that the the artist in charge of that nailed it absolutely yeah and there are some funny moments and some cringeworthy moments when they're fighting uh burger beard and like plankton says ready for a plank ton of bubbles which just made me want to scream yeah well also so at the beginning and i, I don't even remember what the pun is but like um, Mrs. Puff at some point, like somebody, ma- I think it's Squidward makes a bad pun, and then Mrs. Puff like has this drum set that says like bad puns with a Z on the drum, and she like, you know, does one of those like but <laughs> things, and then she's like, ah, somebody had to do it. So like it felt like they were kind of more self aware at the beginning of like these are bad puns, right. and then it was suddenly okay for them to just make terrible puns at the end, and right. I don't know. There was one snappy like actiony line that actually was pretty good. Oh, what was it? I have to find it. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, unleash the condiments with relish. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. Yes. Uh, and it's just, there, there were clever moments. I don't want to sound like. I didn't like the movie at all because that's not true. It's just, it was just very okay to me. Like it just did a very okay yeah. job, and it did not. It just didn't feel the same way. Like I, and you know, it is. It's a little hard to say. I don't think that this is nostalgia clouding though. Like I think the first movie does a lot of the things that this movie felt like it was trying to do and it does them better. It just has funnier lines. It's more original. Like even the relish line that I loved, it just felt like a rehash. Like, do you, have you heard that joke on the Simpsons where, uh, Marge, they're like broke for an episode and she has to like squeeze ketchup packets into a like ketchup container for her home from a, a restaurant. And Lisa's like, uh, are, are you doing this with relish? And she goes, no, I'm really embarrassed about it. <laughs> it's like, like that which good, is actually. such a better version of that joke. But, yeah. you know, I'm not saying they were the first to make a relish pun, but. Right. And, and like I said, there, there were moments where things were okay. Um, it just didn't. And like the ending. Just oh, towards God, that, the ending was just, so bad. Well, first off. Okay. So Plankton gives up the formula at the end and it's kind of like this. Well, and. Okay, okay, backtrack a tiny bit here. So they get, like, a page of this magical book, and instead of just writing, like, we get the formula back, they write, like, we're superheroes, which, like, fine, I guess. 
I guess it's kind of the it's better than just control Zing, but also like why would you not control Z in such a situation? It's fine. Um but then I, I don't remember exactly where it goes at the end. I know Plankton gives the formula back. What, what, what even happens? Um, <laughs> Is, like, honestly, it, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, I know the last beat of the movie, which I hated, which we'll get into, I'm sure, in a minute. But yeah, yeah, they just, just get don't... it back and because they they bring it back and things are better now. That's all I can remember, right? Bert, like, Bert is that Bert doesn't go underwater with them? I mean, we get Antonio no. Banderas singing the theme song while he's stranded on the island. Yeah. Okay, working and... in the island from the theme song was brilliant, though. I loved that. Yes, that was really cute. Um, yeah. Well, like that's that's sort of like the, the ending. Like I could tell you all of the things that happen leading up to the end of the first movie. And yes, I've seen it more times, but like, I just felt like it, it felt so finished. You know, we had this exciting, goofy goober rock song and like, it felt, you felt hyped up and you felt like, man, it's all done. It's all over. And this one, like, I don't even know. Like, it just kind of felt like, okay, I guess they won. I, yeah. No, it kind of fizzed out. Yeah. Well, this but. last beat is so dumb, though. They have a rap battle with the seagulls, which is cute in concept, but, like, Bubbles is in there, and Bubbles is rapping, and, oh, it just falls apart. They even say, we're making the movie too long, and it's like, yes, you are. End it here. <laughs> like, you're writing it. Yeah. You're making this. <laughs> I liked, you know, I didn't hate the idea of there being a rap battle with those seagulls, but, yeah, it, didn't, it just didn't work, and I think part of it is just our animosity towards Bubbles, but... I, I'll give that, again, giving a lot of cred to the animators in this one, I thought the animation for that rap battle was really it cute. It was. Like, I just thought it looked really it was. good. yeah. Um, so again, I've given tons of cred to the animators. They're, they're my, uh, I think they're the, the most impressive part of this, of this film. And again, I, I, I didn't hate it. It just, it was very average to me. It felt like a very average movie and I didn't particularly care about what happened one way or another no me neither and you may say it's unfair to compare this to the original but i think when you make when you brand something as a sequel and then it has nothing to do with the original it's kind of asking for the comparison so you know yeah because it it's really not a sequel in any sense right we are not picking up in the place where the movie left off which is fine uh, but then like it's just it, it is separate like it's a completely separate thing Absolutely. I don't know. All right. Well, um, that's all I've got to say, really. Yeah, I think that that about covers it. I'm glad we watched it, Me though. Too. I will say that. Yeah, very, very much um, so. And I'm excited for the third one to see what they do with it. Oh, they they're making a third. Yeah, wasn't that my trivia question? Way back. They literally might have been. That's how much I pay attention to what happens in trivia. I, Speaking <laughs> of. Nice. Well, you got it. <laughs> uh, no, I think you got it wrong. It must have been during the podcast 63 with the Spo- the first movie where i said you know this one came out in 05 sponge out of water came out in 2015 when is the third one coming out and the answer is 2019 oh okay you know what now that sounds familiar guys i i swear i i don't have like memory loss i just i'm blanking okay it's been a long week <laughs> all right well shall we we shall All 
right, we are back with Nick Trivia, Season 3. I think this is round 13. The score is Ashley with 9, me with 6. Lay it on me, Ashley. All right. My question for you is the 2015 Kids' Choice Awards... Spongebob movie was nominated, but did not win for favorite animated movie. Which one of these did? Is it How to Train Your Dragon 2, The Lego Movie, Penguins of Madagascar, or Big Hero 6? Ooh, that's tough. Give me about 30 minutes to think this one over. Big (laughs) Hero 6. Correct! Ashley, here's your question. The Spongebob Squarepants movie (laughs) was nominated but lost for the 2015 (laughs) Kids' Choice Awards. Did it lose to Big Hero 6, Rio 2, Penguins of Madagascar, or the Lego movie? You know, I'm gonna... I'm going to process, I think it was close between Rio 2 and the votes, but I think Big Hero 6 won out. Correct! That is incorrect. Better luck next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Scores 10 to 7. I think we both just get a point, right? Yeah, I I think that's fine. That's fine with me. I mean, truthfully, obviously, we do come up with our trivia completely independent of each other. This is the second time that's happened, so... uh, Hey, so it goes. As soon as you said Kids' Choice Words, I was like, please be going a different direction with this. <laughs> Talk about like the video game of the movie or something. And the Kids' Choice Award video game. Yeah. like no. I think there is a category for There it. probably is. There probably is. Uh, that's I mean, hilarious. What an oddly specific thing to pick, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess standings don't really change i'm still (laughs) completely destroying casey no chance of recovery but hey (laughs) hey at least i'm just happy to see my number go up again that's fair that's fair all right ready for our conclusion i am All right, our fun fact for this week. I was kind of joking about the video game thing in trivia, but it turns out there is a video game based off of this movie. It's called SpongeBob Hero Pants, and it wouldn't have caught my eye otherwise, but this the first two sentences of the description of it are so metal, and I, I just love it. Uh, it is, SpongeBob's dreams are coming to life, altering the very fabric of space and time. Players progress through alternate manifestations of Bikini Bottom as they attempt to repair SpongeBob's mind. What does that even look like? Like, that's I nuts. don't even know. <laughs> I... I... I almost want to play it. Like, a little... I always, like, mildly want to play these games and then remember that I have better games that I should be spending my time on. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, speaking of which, I'm about to start Stardew Valley, because I loved Harvest Moon growing up, and I've been told it's, like, so addicting. Um, I'm really excited. Just thought I would share. I've been avoiding touching it, but I have made some decent progress on um, Breath of the Wild, so... Oh, how many Minute. shrines do you have? A hundred? Because that's how many I have. So anything okay, less well, than that, and I'm unimpressed. I just said some progress. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't. It wasn't a competition, you guys. <laughs> Happy for okay. you. But do you know what is a competition? Is this Twitter poll? Oh, look at them. Look at those segues. Oh, not All one right. of your best. <laughs> not one of your best. I didn't say it was. Um. <laughs> Simply, you guys, which Spongebob movie do you prefer? The original or Sponge Out of Water? You've heard our opinion, but as always, you are welcome to your own. Um, As we saw, more people seem to think we were wrong about Tuck, so, uh, you know, 
Or interested to see. Are you so sure that the third movie is going to be better that that's going to be your option? I'm not going to list it as an option, but tweet at us if you think the SpongeBob movie, as it is currently named, will be better than the first two. I have to say, I'm skeptical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how much more content can they make? Like, just say. I mean, SpongeBob's been around for so long. I mean, look at Scooby Doo, though. That's fair. That's fair. All right, I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little different, though. It's That's made to be replicated, like that model. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, we're going to have some more Halloween episodes for you, for you guys. We did it last year and had a ton of fun. Halloween-themed things are so much fun, especially in cartoons. So I think we'll find some good ones. I don't know what episodes we're using yet, but uh, we won't repeat, and I'm certain we can find three more. Yeah, and if there's are not directly three strictly halloween episodes we'll we'll see what we can do they will be spooky if not officially halloween at the at the very right. least and but tweet I'm... us if you have ideas tweet us halloween episodes yes i would love love to hear you guys let us know let us know what's out there um looking forward to it looking forward to some some more spooks and everything <laughs> thanks you guys always so much for listening and we'll see you next week